<laughs> Gals, I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And this is the spoiler section for Siwi Daga. Who who watched it? Who took the weekend to watch this uh, movie that we both agree is the best movie ever made? <laughs> best movie ever made in for an Indian movie that we watched that was specifically made in uh, twenty or released in twenty eighteen, September twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. Exactly, exactly that. <laughs> all, <long movie. laughs> all the movies named Siwi Daga made in India or Needle and Thread. Uh well, I mean, my my thing, the reason why I love this film is, like, yes, it's a very simple story, but the characters and the emotions, the emotionality of it, it just hits strong. And I like, even if it's a small, I mean, just to jump to the third act, when everyone believes that they've lost the competition, spoilers, I mean, but we said spoilers, uh, just the the fact that those two could make a group of people feel like they've transcended their place in the world for for a short term for a short time and then they really make them feel like they transcended yeah. their permanently but ooh, i like the i like those moments there's not a lot of i mean hell what's the last American film you can think of that had a wife being ashamed of her husband, even. Like, I. Mm. Mad Men, and she's ashamed of him because he's just so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> My wife every day. <laughs> when, I, when I make a terrible joke and she just rolls her eyes to the back of her head and. <laughs> gives a deep sigh and walks away from me yeah probably <laughs> my buddy richard it's like half of my jokes on uh the first season of i love you three thousand minutes was <laughs> i made i made you die inside a little bit just a little bit i still love you bro <laughs> um this movie I, I talked about it a little bit in the spoilers free section this movie for me is split into two halves right at the intermission you've got the first movie that's a very self-contained story of meeting this character seeing him struggle the through occupation stuff like that having going through that having his mom um go to the hospital you know make the gown win not win but like earn the sewing machine so he can continue his dream can self-contained story i think the intermission right there cuts the second one um where it's a little bit more complex it's like if there was a sequel to this movie that would be the sequel to this movie you know he he is starting to follow his dreams um he is starting to do some he takes a shitty job to to push his dreams realizes that it just basically sold out you know and then you know decides to do it himself with his wife um yeah i would say two two self-contained stories in, in one movie what do you think? Um, yeah, I can see how they're split up into phases and they could have been further than that. I, yeah, I just never thought of it that way. Um, maybe like the next time I watch it, I got to pay attention to that. But it makes sense because the first half is, you know, him taking the leap basically. Uh, like she pushes him to. Um, 
things. See, I can't remember exactly where the intermission happens in the story, but you know, even from the get, things start getting hard. Like he makes, he gets a little win, and his he gets neighbor. A couple little wins, yeah. Yeah, but he he gets that, and then as soon as like things start seeming like they are going well, like he sold a couple of the uh, or got orders for the gowns at the um the hospital, then suddenly the sewing machine that he's been lent with just free like yeah, go for it, who cares? Um is taken away by his dickish neighbor, like shit. Uh as soon as there there's this whole I forget what it's called, but there's this whole thing in psychology of as soon as let me start that over. Uh the idea that you are the sum of your five closest friends is rooted in like actual data and things of that nature. And there's this phenomenon of when one person starts ascending to like a different level, there can sometimes be a tendency of those around to try to pull them back down so that they don't have to question their own place. Like if, how, how did that guy get, so much better when we're in the same place and I'm not doing that. So they want to sabotage. So that fucking sucks. <laughs> like it actually, yeah. it's not a totally unrealistic thing to happen to see someone succeeding and then be like, well, this is actually mine. So I want to cut. And then he has to go to the, to the place to get a new, um, sewing machine, but he gets injured and just the, we don't give a shit about uh, how simple something is. We're still going to make you wait to get help when it literally could just be like, here's iodine and splash, splash. Okay. Bye-bye. No, you have to wait for two hours or whatever it is behind this fucking goat <laughs> to get your little toe cut cleaned. He almost misses out on that. Um, and it's just inch by inch fight. But, and then when he does start succeeding, then some rich relative is like, well, I actually will just use you, exploit you for my own little gain. Mm -hmm. Totally fuck you over uh, and give you a, just Nothing. a shit deal. Yeah. Well, I, what was it? 8,000 8, rupees a day or, or rupees a month or something like that? Something. It sounded like it was a... Respect a uh, fine paycheck. Yeah, it sounded like a respectable amount to to somebody who's making next to nothing. <laughs> yeah, it, he was he was he was excited he was ecstatic about spending 140 to get 500 as a tip for his services. So he was ecstatic <laughs> about 500. dollars Yeah. So, but in exchange, like everyone else there has just got a job in exchange for giving him and his wife exactly what everyone else got they get this new design this new process that they're then making two thousand dollars a gown on and massively exploitative um he finds he finds that out and tries to buck the system and they even they they won't even give his sewing machine back first day they steal it and probably just throw it out yeah um, and then and then they say they're gonna give it back and then don't make them make her wait his wife wait there all day to to the last train home 
yeah, just fucking with them, just playing God because they can. Um, yeah, that didn't just remind me of fucking Uber. <laughs> um, and yeah, finally, uh, all the people who are just the dirt on these rich people's on the soles of these rich people's shoes decided to get together and just fucking take their shot and they don't do any of the generic things like hire a bunch of models and shit they use the people around them and the people of the street the people they grew up with they're people that also also kind of got um derailed from whatever the economic collapse was for kind of the street um clothing sellers or fashion the lower end because that was one of the biggest things was you know whatever i'm not exactly sure what happened because i'm not sure if it was a real event in india or if it was just a movie event but um something happened to all the lower end um clothing providers that doesn't that basically threw them threw them to the streets for lack of a better term yeah you it you know, you just fill in a couple companies from our country, oh, like Walmart, Amazon. Yeah. Look, little businesses going out. Hell, his dad wanted to do the same thing, and he lost everything. Um, very Coco. <laughs> like, no, you can't make garments because my our great-great-grandfather once made garment kind of deal. But... uh yeah, and and even then, even when they show up, like two of the judges are like, "Oh man, if you were a respected brand, you would have won." But yeah, you're just normies. Bye bye. Enjoy the free uh, cocktails and weenies. And and they even kind of made a a thing when they were walking down the aisle, like, "Oh, they're walking too fast." Nope, that's not the right. Yeah, uh, elit- elitist much. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, mm, there's just uh, it's very. I'm sure it's a lot easier to see how fucked up the systems are from the lower your view is, but yeah, it it just felt mm, healing in a way. Like it, it doesn't sugarcoat the struggle it doesn't um glamorize it too much you know unnecessarily uh and but just through the process of it even if they weren't successful ultimately it still helped heal their marriage their community to a sense uh if they had lost i still would have walked away with something you know yeah yeah um speak speaking of um their marriage one of their one of the good pieces of cinematography that i noticed the beginning of the movie when their relationships are strained um especially that opening sequence where we kind of are starting to get introduced to the day in a life with him um they're communicating through walls they're communicating through windows they're communicating as they pass not necessarily like they're not talking to each other. Um, they're more 
telling each other like what to do next ordering as kind of you know do this do that do this um they're talking like a house away they're yelling at each other to try and get their each other's attention or toward the end of the movie once everything once they start slowing down they start you know um the end of uh halfway through the first half slash the end of the first half when they start coming together and start realizing you know doing doing this and living under a tree is better than selling out and living in a house Hmm. um and they start communicating talking to each other face to face um one of the good examples is like when they're sitting in the street um when she brings him he's starting to sell the stuff she brings him um lunch or whatever and he's like no this is enough food we could feed everybody here um um so they have that face-to-face conversations that was the first time they ever ate together alone yeah Al even uh was it they traded food with one of the vendors and the they the vendors were very supportive like it was their first day there and they're like yeah tell everybody that you're around um that that was a thing i really liked like the those little moments when she would appreciate him just giving any attention like she's later she says this is the first time you've praised me yep. which is just Ooh, powerful moment in itself while also informing us of how <laughs> how unusual their relationship is. Hopefully unusual. You know, if I find out that a third of all the world's marriages, they haven't sat down to dinner with each other until year seven into their marriage. That would make me sad. Right. <laughs> um, so that was, that was just really, really nice moments throughout that movie as as they're building their relationship there's there's some nice moments and some good cinematography of how they how they managed to get there um like most indian movies that we've watched so far i really like the use of colors Mm. um i didn't notice any specific colors meaning specific things but just the you know they're basically everybody's wearing white or like a gray or a tan like very neutral colors and then you've got our main character wearing a bright orange um like a sweater vest You've got um, his wife in the blues and the reds. Um, I, I just like the use of colors. I mean, his mom wears white through this whole, almost the entire movie, white or, or beige. His dad wears white with like, I think like a grayish, grayish slacks. Um, so I like, I just like the use of colors to this movie. Mm. To, to make things, to make the important things stand out. Yeah, that's a, uh... You're making me want to watch it all over again. <laughs> yeah, and you gotta you'll see yourself in uh fifty years in the beginning part of that movie. Which one? <laughs> the the dad when he's crying at the soap operas on TV. <laughs> Dang, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> It'll be Ted Lasso, thank you very much. <laughs> they're they're kind of making fun of him too, you know, crying at soap operas. Hey, he's a strong man. That's something I want more of in the American cinema. Men crying. Why not? Yeah. Happens so much in Indian cinema. Doesn't even <laughs> way more. Yeah, I love it. Um Um, the actress that plays his wife, um, seems pretty talented i mean i don't know i don't know anything she's in i don't know what she's she seems very talented she 
um she's she's a very pretty woman um and i think she plays that role really well I, she does this it's easy to do neutral like very bland but she does the wave of emotions the the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows when she's crying from standing at um, that shop all day and still not getting their their sewing machine back and she does that really well i, I was gonna ask how that hit because if there's any moment i could have seen you being like oh brother which <laughs> it, was... uh, it, it hit really well we knew it was coming because we got the insight um from the conversation that we knew that it was going to come we we thought we were they were going to make him wait all day they were going to get it back turns out they didn't but i mean he didn't know where his wife was all day stuff like that so he's he was upset about it like he was upset at her but also upset at the situation um did we watch we in the non-spoiler you're remembering all the indian movies that we'd watched did we watch and review sultan no Okay, I was looking her up on IMDb, and she's in this great movie, Sultan. That uh, I we gotta check it out one day. It's a film about a. Okay, this might be a different one. It's got the same actor, but it's a wrestling movie. <laughs> okay, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. Well, we'll check that out. Um, interestingly on IMDb, she's credited first before the husband, which I like, <laughs> um, looking at the cast list here, I was correct. Um, I, the guy that was backwards the first half and didn't show his face until the second half of the second part, mm-hmm. I, I assumed he was going to be, you know, the director producer or something, or the writer of the original story or something like that. Is and it? And it looks like he was one of the producers. <laughs> um Shrikant Verma. Is that Sh- it? Sherma, yeah. Yep. Wait. I oh I I'm looking at a guy named Shri Shrikant Verma. Is that no, who you're... this is Man Manshi Sherma. Okay, let me try to find him. M-A-N-E-E-S-H space S H A R M A. Sorry, I'm just scrolling through it. He is an Indian film director, screenwriter, and producer, and he also plays in this movie. He plays uh, Yangish Kimur, who I assumed was the guy that was backwards through the whole movie, or most of the movie, and that didn't show his face till the end. All right, I'm getting all mixed up on IMDb. I'm just gonna I'll look it up later. <laughs> yeah. but I, I had a feeling since he was backwards, not showing his face the the first time. I was like, okay, whatever. You know, he's praying or, you know, he's in this little corner. Then they came back to him a second time. He was still the same way. And he was kind of making fun of the fact that he wasn't, that he was faceless. Yeah. Um, and he was, you know, this with the um, the headscarf that was like halfway up and kind of, he was kind of playing with it a little bit. Um, so I figured he was important to this movie somehow. And yeah, it turns out he was one of the producers. And he's also a director of other movies. All right. Uh, here. What was his name again? I'm going to just type it straight in. Uh, Manshish, M-A-N-E-E-S-H, Sharma, S-H-A-R-M-A. Okay, got it. Okay. All right, I see. Yeah, so I, I figured I figured that was that person was going to be somebody important. 
maybe not maybe not important to the movie maybe they're just like super famous and they're just like making a cameo in the movie basically um but yeah it turns out he was the the producer for this movie he's a director for some other movies too so yeah uh i'll say the movie fan which he directed is like huge i saw its trailer back in the day but i still haven't seen uh the movie so that is definitely a very popular movie wait where Oh, that's weird. His acting uh, is not listed on his IMDb. Yeah, on on the uh, <laughs> Wikipedia page, it's he's they have him listed in like the characters, and yeah, he's listed as um, Youngish Kamur. Cool. Yeah. Yep, that was a jet taking off in your street. <laughs> I didn't know you could hear that through the mic. Oh, oh yeah. So, so like I, I thought it was outside my house here for a second. <laughs> I'm on a military base with Maverick Top Gun 2. Um, Top Gun or <laughs> Yeah. Um, were, were there any other parts you want to talk about the movie? Um, no. I, I think I think overall it, it's solid. It's it's two hours, like I said. But if you really wanted to, if you wanted to spend an hour, watch the first half, spend an hour, watch the second half, you could do that pretty easily. Um, I don't think I don't think this movie's going to blow you away with its story. I think it's a very fulfilling story. I think it's going it does everything right. I think that the cinematography is fine. I like the use of colors. Um, overall, good movie. Um, not great movie, but overall, good movie. I think it's i think it'd be an easy one to break somebody in to the idea of having subbed movies yeah um yeah if you have any friends that are like <laughs> either they they have a dream and maybe they're just a little too a uh, little too high head in the clouds about it or someone who's about to quit Maybe it's for both. It's for both camps. Yeah. <laughs> Get a little reality in there, but a little motivation. It's a nice, uh, it's a healthy mix. You you could, you know what? Just show this to your kids. You don't have to be a parent. <laughs> It'll teach them everything. They need. Whoa, what? Daddy. What? <laughs> Feed them. But. If you just you show, show this kids. movie. You can show this movie to your kids, but you, you don't have to be a parent. So you, whose kids are you showing this you to? Don't, you don't have to be involved. Just have them watch it every night and be like, it teaches all the lessons. <laughs> you don't have to hold hands until seven years into marriage. You don't even have to communicate with your wife. It's just another person that lives in your house that. Yeah. You Who literally never kiss the person yeah. you marry. <laughs> there's a there's a chance the only time that you were intimate in your marriage was the day of, and that was because they forced you to. God, that would be. I hope they didn't. That would make this all even sadder. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, be less sad that they'd never been. Yeah, no, it would be weird if they had been intimate. Considering, oh God, I don't know. Yeah. That would have been tough. I mean, hell, there he got to struggle just being in the house with his parents <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Um, but yeah. And, uh, oh, what is it? 
it kind of reminded me how the parents are reminded me a little bit of Encanto. Cause one of the first things I think I was talking about some about Encanto with someone was, uh, yeah, you know, I love it, but sometimes the fiction in these movies, like it's just enough of a hurdle. Uh, it, it really messed with you with the, uh, what is it? The, what is it? The belief disbelief when you're, yeah, I'm blanking on the term suspension of disbelief. You know, it, it that just really gets challenged when you see an elder in a family admit that they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, Ma- I guess, magical I guess, house. I can believe it any day of the week. <laughs> Encanto would be a very similar movie to this, mm-hmm. in the sense that you have a dream that you want to succeed. You are told by your parents that you cannot do that because your grandparent did it, and something happened. So we are not allowing you to chase that dream. Um, and Kanto went a little bit harder about it in the sense that, you know, they were actively stopping him and actively punishing him for doing it. Where this movie, they're just kind of like poking him and like making fun of him saying, it's, you know, it's a worthless thing that you're doing. You're wasting time. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's very, very similar. I can, I can, I can sell that. I'm gonna... You want to watch the Indian version of Encanto that came out three years before this movie. <laughs> But uh, his parents, they're just adorable. I love them. You know, even the father, when he's trying to cook. <laughs> he tries, he's burning the shit out of his non. Yeah, I've definitely seen some movies where they go the other way, where the wife has been gravely injured, but the husband's sitting in his chair with his beer, and he's like, woman best be in the kitchen. <laughs> so, he, he at least tries. I mean, you got to give him that. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. obviously he's not skilled or practiced because um, it seems like they have some very specific family roles in their household. But yeah, but his head is not firmly up his own ass. <laughs> yeah, not far enough. <laughs> not far enough to make his own food. And by the end of the film, all the way out. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Strutting but, his stuff down the runway. <laughs> I love them so much. This is, yeah, it's not, you know, there's some movies that'll just either have no effect on you or they will like try to rock you to their core. And this one just feels like it just plants a couple seeds in your mind, like just little, little nuggets for, for them to grow into bigger ideas later it's, it's it's not quite a sunday drive but it's like a um, a road tr- it's like a trip that you take out to see um halloween decorations <laughs> not so much christmas decorations that's a little too crazy but let's let's scale back to like halloween decorations is a little reward at the end yeah yeah uh, but yeah, it's just a film I dig. Uh, did you watch it with Bethany? I did not. Okay. Good. So, you don't want you don't want her motivating you. Yeah. <laughs> don't get any ideas like we're gonna hold hands anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> effective communication? No. <laughs> this the only effective communication you'll get is me saying there will be no further effective communication. <laughs> <laughs> And and that I will dictate what you do 
<laughs> oh god oh god we gotta get out of here <laughs> before he, he says anything he truly can't i truly can't edit out um, <laughs> especially since she will hear this i god I, I really hope that when if she listens to this and you time it that like 10 minutes before it ends you just put a selfie video on you both and just i want to see the moment she just clocks your shoulder <laughs> Uh, this movie may be inedible. It may be a jointy skunk. But either way, this movie is dope. Because movies, movies are, are dope. Uh, the general film topic Discord server room, what I don't know the terminology, is now completely open. Uh, so that link's below if you want to join and talk about the movie, suggest some future ones. The next one on Marbles on Stream, or I guess I'll tell you all five, uh, are, let me get into the DMs. Fresh. Fresh, which is Paras- a Hulu original. Parasite, which Paras- is a South, with a South Korean film. It's a South Korean original. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Rose Cants and Guildenstern. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's a film I found out while watching um, video essays called Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. They are two supporting characters in a Shakespeare play who die. And it's this whole, uh, I'm not even going to go on from there. It just takes that their little part in the Shakespeare play and just does this whole wild thing elsewhere. And it sounds really unknown and awesome. I'm excited for that one. (laughs) That's, that's, that's the third movie. So we got fresh parasite that movie. And then the fourth movie will be um, Hacksaw Ridge. Mm-hmm. which is uh spider-man not shooting his way through a war <laughs> yeah he Based doesn't on... even shoot webs yeah which is stupid <laughs> <laughs> i picked that movie by the way <laughs> that's i was gonna say that he's not insulting me <laughs> and um, then uh the last Nick. one is god damn it i was gonna say brad's Nick. nickname for me <laughs> Nick, nicholas cage <laughs> Who has honestly his portrayal in um, Con Air? Mm. Never seen it. Terrible. <laughs> Off. Like people love that movie, and his acting in that movie was terrible. If you watch that movie, pay attention to how many different Southern accents he gives you. <laughs> Every time he's on screen, it's a different Southern accent, and it just drives me nuts. It's like slightly different every time he says something. Well, I can it's like he was going through the movie and just trying to figure out his accent through the whole movie and just like, aha, I got it. Oh, man, we're done shooting. Oh, okay. Well, I'll say this. I finally just watched The Rock recently uh, with Nicolas Cage, not Dwayne Johnson. Um, and it's great. And I also, at the time of recording yesterday, I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which also references The Rock a lot and they are both fantastic movies pig i'm excited they got chosen because this was like named the best film or one of the best films the year it came out that's weird why um 
just because it wasn't a straight to DVD movie. Mm-mm. Nope. It, it or, uh, maybe it. I don't remember. I thought it was straight to DVD. Might have. Man. But well, it, it was definitely meant for a theatrical. I think it's a A24 or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh, it does have box office numbers, so it was at least in some box offices. Offices. Is. Yeah, so, I mean, he's never not working, but I feel like with Nicolas Cage, we get certain pockets where everyone's like, oh, it's it's um, all amazing. And then it's like, okay, Nicolas Cage is now back to always always giving an interesting performance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I do not recognize anybody else besides Nicolas Cage on this cast list. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's one more person uh, than... You. That means that you'll recognize one whole person more than anyone in this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, uh, but like I said, the, the, the wife, I mean, she, was, she seemed like a good actress. I mean, I had no problems with her. She's, she's a very pretty woman and yeah. yeah. Honestly, I don't I, think there's I, I any she, cast members. Yeah, she's. I saw some of her other IMDb. She's doing. Well. They both are. Um. The, yeah, there's not anyone in this cast I would say stuck out like a sore thumb or anything. No, they all they all the character all the major characters did well. Um, and I use major pretty loosely in this movie because really the major would be there'd be like three major characters in this movie, but yeah. Um. Even like the factory empress. <laughs> even uh, even the dickhead who sold them out's wife was an interesting character because she showed up after like claiming all this bullshit like he got hurt. And you could just tell that to use outdated American terminology, she wore the pants. And yeah. I think she was only in one scene. It was so interesting to see that dynamic. Um. But yeah. Anyway, hope you hope you all saw it, enjoyed it, uh, and we'll be back here for fresh. We'll be back here with a fresh review. Oh, <laughs> oh you clearly don't know what this movie is about, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I, know, I have zero idea. I haven't even looked up the cast list. I don't even know who's in this thing. Maybe Probably just nobody. Maybe just go to no, you'll recognize one person, I know that, but maybe just go to Hulu, type in fresh, don't look at anything but the play button and just uh This this is a movie that is also being like touted as one of the best films in the last year. So, uh someone's review for who liked my review of uh Massive Weight of Unbearable Talent or whatever it is, uh they had a ranking on their post and Fresh was like two above this Nick Cage film, so Oh man, it's produced by Adam McKay. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, he's all over the place, man. He's doing, he's doing. Uh, don't look up. He's uh, that surprises me, and also doesn't surprise me. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, but I'm only looking at like the one the box, and I so I scroll down just far enough that I can see uh, Sebastian Stan. So okay. Yeah, we at least have we're at least somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not gonna be out in the cold. You'll be with the Winter Soldier. 
Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just right. gonna, I'm just gonna buck you off this review here because this is getting. Ooh, man, funny. you really, you really put me on ice with that one. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you with your own arm here in a minute. <laughs> what kind of beating, Daddy? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just gonna end the whole thing. I'm gonna leave on a high like George Costanza. What's letter, Kenny? 